You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, Episode 9. All right, say it with me now. Clarity over focus. Clarity over focus. Clarity over focus. Here's the thing. If you've been struggling to stay focused and feel like if only you didn't have so many distractions and demands on your time and attention that maybe you could get more done, I'm here to tell you that it's not a focus problem that you have. You have a clarity problem. And that's what we're going to tackle together and fix today. So stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Hey, what's up, my friends? How's your week going so far? Are you feeling on top of everything? Getting everything checked off your list? Are you feeling really productive this week? Or are you already maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all you need to get done before the week is out? Or maybe you're feeling a lot overwhelmed. Maybe you've got good weeks and bad weeks. Maybe some weeks you're really on your game and other weeks you feel like you're all over the place and no matter how hard you work, things are falling through the cracks. Most people in today's day and age that we live in feel like they have a focus problem. I can't tell you the number of times someone has said to me, if only I could stay focused, if only I didn't have so many things to do, if only I didn't have all these fires to put out every day, then I could get more things done. But it's not just about checking off things on that list. It goes deeper. What I think people are really asking themselves is, if only I knew the right things to focus on, how do I figure that out? Most people want to make sure they're focusing on the right things so that they're not wasting time. When in reality, they waste a lot of time with trial and error trying to figure out what those right things are. And I get it. I have been there. When you're not focused, you feel scattered. You feel like you jump from one thing to the next all day just trying to accomplish something, but going to bed often feeling like despite how busy you were, you didn't accomplish much of anything. And it's exhausting. It's a very reactionary way of living, reacting to whatever comes through your inbox, reacting to social media notifications the instant they hit your phone, reacting to text messages, issues with team members, colleagues, employees, clients, giving up the power of your day over to these people and these things. It's like literally handing them the keys and saying, here, you drive. I'll just sit in the back seat and correct whatever messes you make. It's a very reactionary way of living. It's overwhelming. It's stressful. And quite frankly, it's exhausting. And this is how people get so bogged down in the busy work, wasting their time, wishing they could focus better and not have so many problems to fix in the course of their day. I can remember working for my dad for several years. Now, I love my dad to pieces. He and I are very close and he's taught me so much about being an entrepreneur. He's an incredibly wise man, full of knowledge. In fact, we have a nickname for him. We call him the book of knowledge because he's one of those people that knows a little something about everything. You got a question? Dad, your guy, he'll know the answer. And in fact, his clients have figured this out. They've come to realize this, which is why they call him asking for all kinds of advice outside of the advice he's supposed to be giving them. Dad's a wealth advisor, and he helps people plan financially for both now and in the future. And he is incredible on how he puts the pieces of people's financial situation and their lives together and really, really helps them. But on any given day, you'll walk into his office and you'll hear him chatting it up, offering helpful input on what kind of car to buy or how to kill weeds in your garden, or 
talking about the best kind of bourbon to find for those old fashions you want to make this weekend when you have your guests over. That's just my dad. Ask for an inch, he'll give you a mile. And we all love him for it. He genuinely loves to help people. But for him, it comes at a cost. Because I can't count the number of times I've heard him complain about how he never has time to actually get to the work he needs to get to. Someone always needs something. There's always an email in his inbox waiting for an immediate response or a voicemail someone left while he was at lunch. And to know my dad means you know he feels almost like this obligation to help others, to be at their service, to give and give and give because he loves to. It brings him joy, yet it's also at his own expense. And that cost, what it costs him is his time. It's his time to focus on the things that he really needs to focus on. So he'll say things like, I just can't ever get to it all. There's never enough time. I can't seem to make any headway. I'm always putting out fires. And it does seem impossible sometimes to try and focus without distraction, to ignore the texts or the emails coming in at you, to ignore the kids yelling, mommy, and the dog barking at the mailman and the client calling you with an issue and the countless other things that come up in the course of a day. And most people just chalk it up and they're like, that's just life. And to an extent, yeah, it is. Things are going to come up. Things are going to happen. You can't plan for everything. But let me ask you, have you ever stopped to define what focus means to you? If you felt focused, truly focused, what does it feel like? What would it look like? Maybe close your eyes and imagine that right now. Not if you're driving, obviously. Keep your eyes open. And just imagine. If you sat down at your desk and felt totally focused, what emotions would be present? What emotions would be absent? What is surrounding you? If you were to take a look around, is your cell phone sitting right there or is it in another room? Do you have 14 tabs open or are you just in a creative flow state and honed in on the one thing you're working on? Do you have music playing? If so, what kind? Is it classical? Does it have a beat to it? Does it have words? Is it instrumental? Do you have your favorite drink nearby? Hot coffee? Iced coffee? Maybe you don't drink coffee. Maybe you want water or some other kind of drink. And notice how you feel. Do you feel energized? Tired? Happy? Thoughtful? What emotions are present? Now, this is just a simple visualization. This is something you can do any place, anytime. Imagine how you want to feel. Notice what's happening in your mind's eye when you feel that way, when you visualize it. And then start aligning your environment to that vision. Wow, awesome, love it. That sounds great, Courtney. But what about those times where I can't have my perfect environment, where the kids are hollering in the background and this is literally the only time I have to sit down and work today? Or when I do sit down and have everything just so my boss pokes her head in my door and says, hey, meeting in the conference room, five minutes. What then? And you know what? You're right. It's easy to say, here, go create this setting for yourself so you can feel more focused. And it's a good first step, having a little more clarity around what focus actually even looks and feels like for you. But if I were to end here and say, okay, guys, now go forth and focus, I'd be doing you a huge disservice. Huge. Because it would be just like all those articles you find when you Google how to focus better and read things that tell you what to start doing, what to stop doing, what to do differently. And it's not enough. Because sure, these short-term temporary solutions may work for a time. But they're not enough for optimum focus to become a habit for you in the long term. I mean, just go Google it, right? You'll, you'll find things like, well, avoid multitasking or take regular breaks. How about you do some daily mental exercises or just go book that exercise class you've been meaning to book or take time out to rest, get a good night's sleep. 
Try mindfulness meditation. Eliminate distractions. Become a more active listener. I mean, these things all sound great in theory, but they're not the answer to suddenly feeling more focused. We got to go deeper. We got to take a look at that iceberg under the surface so that we don't crash the Titanic. You. So that you don't crash and burn out somewhere along the way. Because guess what? Just trying this focus technique and that focus technique and this focus technique until you find something that works is like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. It's actually keeping you distracted. Circling the real problem and staying busy doing more things is just keeping you from getting to the heart of the issue. So let's get to that root, shall we? Lack of focus is never the problem. Lack of focus is a symptom. And like any good doctor would tell you, you can't treat the symptoms and expect the problem to go away. Focus is a natural byproduct of clarity. The bottom line is this. Focus is not the opposite of lack of focus. Clarity is the opposite of lack of focus. And focus is the natural byproduct of that clarity. I'm going to say that again. In fact, you may want to write this down on a sticky note and put it somewhere where you will see it every day. Focus is not the opposite of lack of focus. Clarity is the opposite of lack of focus. And focus is a natural byproduct of that clarity. Or if you want the bumper sticker version, focus follows clarity. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of focus, I think of concentration, putting my energy on one thing, one thing at a time. But when I think of clarity, I think of something different. I think of having a sense of control, a confidence, a relaxed, calm approach, knowing the right things to focus on, a clear direction, knowing where you're headed with clear steps to get there. And when you're clear on where you're going, the steps naturally appear because when you have that clarity, focus is easy, ridiculously easy. So now I'm going to give you two scenarios here, and I want you to tell me which one of these feels better for you. Okay, so scenario number one, it's 6 a.m., your alarm goes off, you roll over in bed, you hit snooze, and you groggily open up your phone and check your email. And you notice this email comes in from a client or maybe a vendor with a problem that now you've got to fix. And get out of bed, you're stumbling into the bathroom, and you launch into your day with this thing on your mind, hurrying through your morning, gobbling breakfast, gulping coffee, you're thinking about it. How am I going to fix this? How am I going to resolve this? How are we going to like get around this? And you're just hurrying through everything so you can get to your desk to take care of it. And then you work on it, you make some phone calls, you do what you need to do. And by the time you take care of it, it's mid-morning and your brain needs a break. It's like shot already. And you look at your list because you still have a little time before lunch and you're just like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. And that feels really overwhelming to your brain. So you decide to do something that feels easy, something that you can feel like you're being productive, something that keeps you busy, makes you feel like you're doing something. And what do you choose to do? You check your email. And oh my gosh, look, there's three new emails with more problems for you to panic about and battle with. And by the end of the day, you fall into bed exhausted and you give yourself the third degree because you didn't get to anything on your list today. You ran out of time. Again, if only you could just stay more focused. If only you had more time. Okay, so that's scenario number one. Now, here's scenario number two. It's 6 a.m. Your alarm goes off and you roll over in bed. And your first thought is, Ooh, I can't wait to go sip that coffee. 
You get up, you brush your teeth, you walk into the kitchen, you pour that first cup and you take a sip and you just treasure it. There's no rush. There's no hurry. You decided somewhere along the way you are not going to let the day you rule you anymore. You chose to take back your power and instead of giving it away to everyone else first thing in the morning, you do you first. So you get your day going, maybe you get the kids off to school, you commute to the office, you sit down at your desk. You're really tempted to check that email, but you know that it'll derail you from the three main tasks you got to accomplish today, which is going to take you closer to your goal, the goal that you are so crystal clear on. Maybe it's completing that big project. Maybe it's hiring that new team member. Maybe it's recording your video content for the month ahead. Whatever it is, you know exactly what has to happen in order for that goal to happen. So you look at your list and you see you've got three main tasks written down, as well as maybe a couple minor tasks that'll take you under five minutes to complete. And looking at that list, you feel really energized. You don't feel overwhelmed. You feel empowered. You feel kind of excited for the day ahead. So, hey, maybe you turn on some music, you open up Spotify, pull up that playlist that you love, grab yourself another cup of coffee, and you start working on that first of your three tasks. Before you know it, it's lunchtime. You're almost done with your three big tasks for the day. Just a little bit more and you'll have the afternoon to spend tying up loose ends. Then and only then do you choose to check your email and guess what? You never even felt the need to check it until then because you've got an autoresponder turn on that sets others' expectations and lets them know you check your emails every day after 2 p.m. You did a great job keeping your phone on airplane mode until lunchtime and it just feels really good and really rewarding to maintain control of your day like this, to hold the power. To know that you've got a clear direction, to know where you're headed, so it's easy to identify what steps you need to take that day in order to get there. And by the end of the day, you get to bed that night and you feel good. No, you didn't get to everything on your list, but you moved the needle and you saw it. You felt it. You know, on a gut level, today was a good day. Okay, so which scenario feels better? I mean, I think it's obvious. We both agree. The second one, right? And now answer me honestly. Which scenario feels like you right now? Are you living a life that looks more like scenario one or scenario two? If you're living a life that looks like scenario two, good job. You've obviously figured out that focus naturally follows clarity and that it's easier to focus when you have that clarity. So instead of pouring all your energy into trying to figure out how to focus better, Instead, you pour that energy into getting clear on what has to happen for you to move the needle on your projects, in your career, in your life. Instead of handing over the keys of your day to someone else and saying, hey, you drive the car and I'll just be here in case we have a wreck to clean up the mess. You drive the car. You maintain that control. Now, if your life currently looks like scenario one, don't worry. I've got your back and you now have the building blocks for what you need to do next. The answer is really simple. You need clarity. Clarity is not that hard to find. We create problems for ourselves by overthinking things, by waiting until the right time or resisting taking action because we're afraid of making mistakes. Yet when you have clarity, all of that goes away. And just as in everything else, You are 100% responsible for your actions. You can choose to seek out clarity or you can keep doing what you're doing and avoid it. Clarity is what you create for yourself. Clarity is a decision. Whatever degree of clarity you're experiencing right now is what you've decided to create. And not deciding still counts as a decision. It's a decision not to decide. In fact, taking you back to my eighth grade Latin class here, the word decide comes from a Latin root 
decidere, which means to cut off from. To decide means to choose a direction and cut away or cut off other potential directions. Running around in circles, chasing after shiny objects and going in a bunch of directions at the same time, hello squirrel, (laughs) gives you confusion and unclarity. Is that a word? Unclarity. Committing to one specific direction now doesn't mean limiting your options or closing the door on opportunities that might come up. I know. I hear that excuse all the time. People say, well, I'm afraid to commit because what if I miss an opportunity that might come my way? Or what if I miss out on this or that? I don't want to limit my options. No, committing to one specific direction doesn't mean you're going to limit your options. It means you know exactly which opportunities are meant for you and which ones aren't. Committing to that direction will help you find the clarity you crave. If I'm being honest, of all the things that I teach, showing my clients and students how to get that clarity is something I love most. It's because a whole new world will open up for them. It's amazing to literally witness the transformation that happens when they have that clarity. In fact, on our three-day Effortless Life Mastermind Retreat, I literally say at the beginning of the weekend that I hope by the time our three days are over, they'll see the best gift I can give to them is clarity. And it's amazing what happens for them once they have it. I've had students go from making barely nothing in sales to grossing over $3 million in sales in a matter of months. I've had students create five-figure launches from nothing. I've had students restore shattered relationships, overcome self-doubt, find the confidence they needed to step out and take the action on their heart's true desires versus what they thought they should be doing because it's what everyone else wanted them to be doing and so much more. So if finding clarity is something you feel you need help with, I've got you. Just head over to CourtneyElmer.com slash uplevel where we can connect so I can give you that support you need. Clarity is everything, guys. And remember, it's a decision. It's what you create for yourself. Focus will naturally follow when you have clarity. You know, I appreciate you guys so much. I'm just so grateful that you're here every week listening to this. I hope this adds value to your life in some way. And I love hearing from you guys and hearing what you guys have to say about the show. So definitely give me your feedback. I'm always here for you. I love it. And go forth. Live your effortless life. That's it. That's all I got for you today. You are amazing. Keep shining your light. I'll see you next time. Hey, I've got a serious question for you. Do you ever feel frustrated at how long it takes to grow your following on social media? Do you have a message to share, but you're not sure how to reach a wider audience without forking over thousands of dollars to Facebook on ads? Have you ever considered hosting a podcast? Having a podcast of your own can be one of the fastest ways to build your authority without spending a dime on ads. But if you don't want your show to fade into obscurity, never being heard by your ideal clients on Apple, then you need to have the right strategy going into it so that you're not wasting your time. Don't worry, I've got the strategy and I'm going to show you how to create, launch and leverage your message into a profitable show that creates more traffic and sales for your business. When you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting right now, you can find out how to work with me to create a highly profitable podcast that positions you as a credible authority in your industry. That's CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting to find out if hosting a podcast of your own is right for you and your business.
As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop.